Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Enjoy Your Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah Lawless. Today is the final part of the five-part series, Mastering the Art of Adulting. Um, If you haven't heard the last four parts, you definitely need to go back and check those out. We've talked about knowing the difference between responsibility and rebellion. We've talked about prioritizing and what that looks like, the order of priorities in our lives. Um, We talked about um spirituality and growth and we've also sent a message to parents of young adults kind of just letting them know what it is we need from them as we are transitioning into adulthood so um i've been getting some amazing feedback and i hope that you will go listen to those and let me know what you think as well um i hope that it helped and um today we are going to finish up this series um by talking about who you say you are so Again, we're talking about becoming an adult. We're talking about that transitional stage from being a teenager to becoming a a young adult and really just understanding what life is about, who you are, what is your place in the world. I think as teenagers, we kind of go through that. We think that we know who we are for sure. We think that we know what we want out of life. We think that, you know, everything that is around us is permanent. And then once we become young adults, we find out that 95% of what we thought as a teenager isn't accurate anymore. And we have to relearn who we are. We have to reestablish ourselves. We have to redevelop our minds, our way of thinking, or even our friendships. Some friendships that we thought would last forever as teenagers just kind of fell by the wayside, not because anything bad happened, but you grow and you change and you develop and you mature and things things just happen. So I want to talk about who you say you are. And in that sense, I'm talking about becoming as an as a young adult you are coming to a stage where you can establish who you want to be i think it happens a lot more so when you get married too um, because i as a young adult as a young woman established who i wanted to be and then getting married now it's like okay here's who i am here's who my husband is and now we're gonna decide together who we want to be what the foundation we want to be laid how we want to live our lives and so forth so today we're talking about who you say you are and um, we're coming from james 2 14 through 26 in the new international version and um, again if you have your bible please turn with me if you don't have your bible um, write it down and go back and reference it when you get a chance. So verse 14 says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I'll show you my faith without deeds. You believe that there is one God, good. But even demons believe that and shudder. You foolish people do not want evidence that faith without deeds is useless. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac to the on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together as his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scriptures was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it is it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, 
Was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. This scripture is very self-explanatory. It's really just saying like if you have faith about something or you believe something, but you don't put any action behind it or anything to support it then it doesn't matter the faith that you have is dead so on the subject of who you say you are I want to I want you to get your notes and um, really just write some things down this is going to be one of those super duper self-help episodes um, because I want us to make sure that we are lining ourselves up with the word of God number one and two with honesty with integrity with who we say that we are there's four things that I want to cover here the first being realize who you are John 1 and 12 says yet to all who did receive him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of God number one you are a child of God and anything or any word that tries to decide otherwise is a lie once you like the Bible says confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross and was raised For your sins, then you shall be saved. If you are a child of God, if you are saved, if you have repented and you have come into the fold, you are a child of God. And God says that he gives us the power. We were made in his image. He has given us the power to rule over the various things of this earth. So before anything, before you can say who you are, you've got to realize who you are. Realize that you have power. Realize that you have purpose. Realize that you are anointed and called. Realize that God has something amazing in store for you and there's nothing that can stop that. You've got to realize that. There are so many false doctrines being preached in the earth. There are so many different idols that people are worshiping. And I'm not even just talking about statues or or um, the idol gods that we know have been around for generations. But I'm talking about people are now worshiping celebrities. They're worshiping their stuff. They're worshiping television shows. They're worshiping their iPhone. They're worshiping Instagram. But God has called us to worship him. He said he is God and God alone. Besides him, there is no other. So if you don't know who you serve, then you don't know who you are. God determines who we are through his word. And he says what? That he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And no one can come to the father except through him. There is only one way to heaven and that is through our heavenly father. But we won't understand what we need to do to see the kingdom of God. If we don't know who we serve, if we don't know who we are, and if we don't know his word. So the first thing we need to do before we can set a foundation of who we are is realize or who we say we are is realize who we are through Jesus Christ. Um so the second thing is be accountable. Matthew 5 and 37 says, "But let your yes be yes and your no be no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one." So basically it's just saying anything that would bring confusion, anything that would add on to or take away from the simple answer of yes or no, it's not from God. Being accountable means more than answering to people when they're around or being upright when people are around. Being accountable means when I'm in my room by myself and no one is home, I am living a life that is pleasing to God. I am living a life that is that is governed by scriptures. I am living a life that is moral, that is right. Accountability 
a lot I, I love I used to love growing up when people would talk about accountability partners um it's not for everyone everyone doesn't need one but there are some people who do for me I feel that I wasn't that person that needed someone to remind me to pray or read the word or or talk to God or fellowship with him or live right I didn't feel that I needed that but I loved when people would tell stories about how their accountability partner reminded them of what they needed to be doing for me sometimes yeah I do forget but God has been a reminder for me or yeah every now and then my parents or my siblings will remind me but for the most part I have that reminder that's like built in it's second nature to be able to say okay I'm going to do what's right, not because anyone's around, not because anyone's watching me, not because even because I know God is watching me, but because this is what I know I need to be doing. I don't live in fear, constant fear of, oh, I don't want to do this because God is watching. Though we should have that reverence for him, there should be something in our hearts that is like, I love him that much. Like, I love him and I want to please him that much. Even with when it comes to um, fitness and nutrition, I was telling my husband about this, that I don't eat right because someone's watching me. I eat right because that's what I want to do. And if I don't feel like eating right, then I'm not going to eat right that day. (laughs) But my accountability is between me and God. It's because I want to be living a righteous life. I want to be honest. I want to be kind. I want to be sincere. I want to be committed. I have only a few people that listen to my podcast, only a few people that read my blogs every now and then and usually I don't get a bunch of people to listen to the podcast the day that it's dropped sometimes it happens throughout the week and I'll start to get you know numbers trickling in but I don't have a whole lot of people listening but that doesn't stop me from doing what I feel God has called me to do my accountability is not oh I have 1200 people listening or I have 12,000 people listening my accountability is I believe that there is at least one person out there even if it's myself who's going to be encouraged by this and this is something that I feel God put on my heart to do so our accountability should not be to people all the time sometimes our accountability is hey this is who I am as a person I am kind I am reliable I am considerate. I am sincere. I am a woman of God. So our accountability is super duper important. That's a part of the major foundation that we lay when we're deciding who we are. Um, The next one is be honest. Proverbs 12 and 22 says, the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. So God himself hates liars. Like he cannot stand a liar. The Bible says a liar will not tarry in the sight of God. Honesty is such an important key. Um, It doesn't always feel good, the truth. It doesn't always feel good. It's not always easy to tell the truth either. It's not, it's it's easier said than done. It's not something that you could just do and then that's it. Because there are sometimes there are other people involved. There are sometimes other people's feelings on the line. There are sometimes more at stake than just blurting it all out. But one thing that I've learned about being honest and telling the truth is that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And our honesty, like I said, it's not always easy. That's something I actually am releasing my book this year in August. And that's one of the things that I'm talking about is a moment in my friendship where I had to choose honesty over anything else. And it it literally it backfired. It messed everything up between me and my friend it ruined our friendship but at the end of the day she came to a point where she realized that I was just trying to protect her and I was just trying to help her 
But what I came to realize at the end of the day, it wasn't what I said. It was how I said it. It was my presentation. It was the timing. It was all of those things included determined the outcome. It determined how it impacted her. It determined how it impacted our friendship. So in being honest, I'm not just talking about girl, speak your truth, tell your truth to you. I'm not talking about all of that because that sometimes can get carried away and cause people to be rude and disrespectful and inconsiderate of others. But what I am saying is that when we do, when we are saying who we are, when we are determining who we are and laying that foundation as a young adult coming into our own it's important that one of the major things that people can say about us is, wow, that girl is honest. I've never caught her in a lie. Or if I did, she cleaned it up with the truth. I've had moments where I, I can't even think of an exact instance, but I've had moments where I'll give, an, I've, I'll give a response and then I'll be like, wait, no, I'm lying. That's not the truth. And I don't mean to lie, but it just kind of happened, you know. Um, for example, if my best friend's like, hey, are you doing OK today? And I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm good. And then she'll just sit there and I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'm lying. No, today's a terrible day. You know, things like that. But I have to clean it up because I'm like, I can't lie. I got to be honest. I got to tell you what's really going on here because there's it's more than what I'm saying. So in our our pursuit of establishing who we are as a young adult, coming into our own, laying the foundation of the life that we want to live, it's important that we we be honest. Again, let your yes be yes. Let your no be no. Anything else is from the evil one, okay? And the final thing is believe in yourself. 2 Timothy 2 and 15 says this, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. I think it's important that when we're going about our lives, there's a lot of things that God will require us to do. There's a lot of assignments that he placed in our path. There's things that he wants us to, messages that he wants us to deliver to people in the world, even just through the life that we live and in in the work that we do, and whether it's in our jobs, whether it's in our um, life as an entrepreneur, whether it's at church or at home or at school, wherever it is, God has an assignment for us everywhere that we go, whether he wants us to verbally communicate something to someone or he just wants us to be who we are, which is a child of God, honest, accountable, um, and believing in ourselves. It says that present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who cor- correctly handles the word of truth. It When you're believing in yourself, it's more than just saying, I can do this. Because the word of God backs us up in all areas of our life. It tells us that we are more than conquerors through Jesus. It tells us that we are the head and not the tail, that we're the lenderer and not the borrower, that we're above and not beneath. It says that we have power through the Holy Spirit. Once the Holy Spirit has come upon us, we have received power and we can cast out devils. We can tread over serpents' heads. We can speak things into existence. We can tell mountains to be removed. We can speak over our situations and watch things turn around. We can talk to the weather, tell it to cease. So all of the things that the word of God shares with us about who we are, it backs us up. It adds to that belief in ourselves of saying, I can do it. I can do it. Even the word, I can do all things to Christ who gives me strength. The word of God backs us up in that. And this verse in second Timothy says, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. Number one, we cannot be one who can present ourselves to God as one approved. If we are not taking into account the word of God. 
Because you can put your hand to do anything, but if you don't have the word of God really deeply rooted in you, if you really don't have courage, if you really don't have faith to believe in what you're doing, then you're going to give up. You're going to quit. You're going to throw in the towel. You're going to walk away and you're not going to fulfill the assignment that God has given you. So it's important to believe in yourself. When you're laying the foundation of who you are, establishing yourself, making it be known in this world who you are, it's important that you believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, nine times out of ten, it's going to be very difficult for anyone else to. I'm sure we've all had people in our lives believe in us. Like, yeah, you can do this. You got this. I've got faith in you. But somewhere down the line, that person might have given up because they realized, okay, It doesn't matter how much faith I have in this person. They don't believe in themselves, so I'm over it. People get tired of believing in a person who doesn't believe in themselves. So if you don't believe that you are a child of God, if you don't believe that you have the ability to be accountable, if you don't believe that honesty is the best policy, then it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. And vice versa, when you do believe in you, when you do hold fast to the word of God, when you do apply the word of God to your life, then no one else's opinion matters because there's going to be people who believe in you and there's going to be people who don't. But when you believe in yourself, you don't need their approval of belief. You'll be able to say, well, this is what God has given me to do. I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to operate in the things that God has given me to do. You're not going to rely on other people to pump you up and to put you on a pedestal and to give you a big head because you believe in yourself and you believe ultimately in the word of God. So let's do a quick recap. When you are deciding who you are, as a young adult coming into your own becoming an adult it's important to realize who you are which is a child of god number two it's it's important to be accountable let your yes be yes and your no be no it's important to be honest the lord detests a lie lying lips a liar will not tarry in the sight of god and it's not what you say it's how you say it and finally believe in yourself okay so This has been another episode of Enjoy Your Life, the podcast, Um, and this completes our five-part series talking about mastering the art of adulting. If you haven't heard the last four parts, you've got to go listen to them because I believe that they're life-changing, okay? Enjoy Your Life, the podcast can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes podcast app, Stitcher, um, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Please let me know what you think. If you have some feedback, leave it in the comment section. Um, Comment on our Instagram. Leave us some um, likes and and follows on um, enjoyyourlife.co on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, We want to stay connected and and really just build up our relationship more and more because this we're all in this together. It's really not just about Farah podcasting every week. It's about me trying to be the sister that God has called me to be for you so that I can help you get the word of God in a, in a new light and help you re- remind you who you are. Um, Cause sometimes we forget, you know, it's hard sometimes to keep ourselves level headed when so many chaotic things can be going on around us. And I get that. And that's part of why I do this podcast because I want to send that encouragement. I want to send that love and I hope that you feel it. In these podcasts, I'm not telling you anything that I don't tell myself. I'm not giving you any advice that I haven't applied in my own life. Uh, But I think it's important that we stick together um, as women of God and and hold each other's arms up in prayer and just keep each other lifted. But um, yeah, again, subscribe, like, comment. Thank you again for listening. I love you and God loves you so much more. God bless.